Hey everyone, Jason here. If you haven't already done so, head over to the link tree in my Instagram or LinkedIn profiles and swipe my free worksheets. There's two, there's one for pricing and negotiation and there's a second for direct client marketing. That's Linktree with a full stop between the R and the E forward slash entrepreneurial translator. That's Linktree forward slash entrepreneurial translator. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Turn Yourself into a Booked Out Freelance Translator. And today I am very excited to have my first guest on the podcast. Very excited. His name is Daniel Molina. I know Daniel from my local business group chapter of BNI uh, Projection. BNI is Business Networking International, and we basically swap work references, work leads, work contacts to help each other in our business and working lives. So, Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. It's very nice to have you here. How are you this afternoon? Thank you very much, Jason. I'm excited to be here and very happy too. Great. Fantastic. So just for our listeners' benefit, just quickly outline what you do for a living. What, what activity do you have in the, in the group that we're both a member of? Thank you, Jason. I'm a soft skills trainer. I do trainings for companies here in Spain. And basically, they are sales training, leadership training, and communication trainings. Fantastic. So how, how important is pricing in your training, Daniel? How do you... So I, I talk a lot about pricing on this. Uh, I talk a lot about business strategy. One of the things I talk about is pricing, how people can get their prices up, because there's a lot of people in the translation industry trying to get them down. So do you implement, could you talk about how you weave upsells into your process of quoting and when you're talking to the client and about the sales process, how, how do you get prices up in your particular training field? Well, when I want to rise up my prices, I um, think about the relationship between three factors, between pricing, expectations, and value, how they are related, and how, if I want to rise up prices, I need to rise up before expectations from the client and also the value that I'm going to give to the client so that when I rise up my prices, he will, uh, the client will definitely assume that he's getting now very well uh, a lot of value from what he is paying. So if you want to go up with your prices, you better go up with your with his expectations before and then giving him a lot of value. Value-based pricing, I absolutely love it. So there's no strategy whatsoever to be gained from, no advantage to be gained from being the cheapest. There is an advantage, obviously, from being at the upper end of the spectrum. Are there any circumstances? I mean, we're obviously living in difficult times. There's a recession. If it's not already here, it's just around the corner. Interest rates are rising. They're rising every day, I think. Um, so people have less money slushing around in their wallets and, and, and to, to invest. Do you see this as a climate that is favorable to increasing prices? Or would you recommend any circumstances not to increase prices, for example? Yes, I will recommend to increase prices because now it's the time to do it. I mean, the inflation is going up, the rate rate interest is going up. So if you don't do it even now, you're not going to do it ever. And going to the for the cheapest price, it's a short-term strategy. 
if you go to, if you want to go for the long term, you better position yourself in a high rate and also look for the clients that have the money, that have the money that that can pay your services. Because if you go for a low budget um, translation rate, you're gonna the people is, uh, your clients are gonna change for another one cheaper. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's that's amazing, Daniel. And have you have you seen um, have you seen a difference in the in the online in the online marketing and sales world since the since the onset of the pandemic? Have you seen have you seen a difference? Yes. Since the um, yes. Please uh, have a drink. <laughs> I think. Thank you. On, the online world has come to stay and. In my trainings, because uh, I, I can talk about my my work area, I think the online it's even more expensive or should be more expensive. So you have to think about or become aware or about your beliefs. It's very important for pricing your beliefs. If you don't uh, invest or you don't think of yourself that you value a lot this price, you won't be able to achieve that pricing. So believing that online is cheaper, it's uh, it's not worthy and it's, it separates you for getting further beyond in, in new pricing. So for your business, do you have a hybrid example of where you, you do online courses and others you travel personally to be in person? Is, has that started since the pandemic or did you always do that? No, it started since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I had trainings uh, 50-50, like people in presence and people online, but that doesn't work. That doesn't work in my world because you lose the attention of the online yes. people. So if they want to have people online, it needs to be everybody online. And do you have any negotiation tips when you're negotiating your conditions, your, your fees with clients? Do you have any... Do you have any top tips for, for negotiators listening to us? Yes, I have a, a tip that it's the, like the costume and the compliments. Because mm-hmm. the costume is the main thing that you, you sell, but where you, want, where you can negotiate also are the compliments. Imagine if you go to a, to a party, it's, on, it's not only important what you, what's your dress, it's important your compliments, your earrings, your bracelets, your whatever you you wear. So when you negotiate, you need to think about time of payments, uh, what kind of information are they giving to you, the little details that uh, also go with the dress, but it's not the dress. Mm-hmm. So it's know. just a form. It's just a formality of how you look. So you presumably you go to these meetings with a shirt and tie. You look the part, and it's the formal communication, the information you're exchanging with your prospective customer. Yes, but in a different way. I mean, if you need to sell or talk about uh, the main part of your what you're selling, but you can also negotiate with the the specific details. I mean, uh, how how uh, how are they going to pay to you in advance or three weeks later or three months later or whatever topics in my in my world would be? Uh, are they going to pay the hotel? Are they going to pay the transport? Are they going mm-hmm. to pay beforehand? Uh, are they giving me the content I'm gonna have to teach the the people? 
I mean, the little details that makes the difference because you may have to go a little bit less under your price, but if you gain in the overall of the compliments, you may be also happy. So you, give us give us an example of a typical upsell. So presumably you're selling a chunk of time to your customer. What would give us something that 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 is an example of an extra extra added value that would be worth a higher price? What what are some things be, you do in it your would be in my in my in my case? It would be a mentorship with mm-hmm. a one to one or a coaching one to one with Hot seat coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that's an, an interview on sales. I mean, mm-hmm. if they want to make a, I'm going to do a training for 15 people throughout four months and an added value, a top up would be one-to-one a session to see a specific, what are your results? Where do you lose the client lead? What are, what, what's the space where you have, where you can improve? And do you have repeat customers? Are these customers that just come once or do they come back time and time again? They come back and back and again, back in time again. Thank you very much, Danielle. Thank you again for being on the on the show. That's very kind of you to to be with me. And um, that's all. That's the first interview episode. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you all. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. See you next time. Bye bye. You bye bye. If you've made it this far through the podcast, hopefully you like it. If that is the case, please hit subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you'd like to say hi, just head over to Instagram and send me a direct message. I would be very, very grateful. Thank you and see you next time.